I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary ideas. Yes, it's time to talk about what everybody wants to talk about, but everybody's afraid to talk about. Disclosure. Are we alone in the universe? Considering the billions of stars and planets in our universe, is it reasonable to think that we're the only life forms? The majority of Americans believe that we are not alone. But when it comes to talking about it, suddenly everybody's afraid of the cultural stigma attached to things like UFOs or UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon, as they're now called. But that's changing. Try listening to July's congressional hearings. You won't be bored when you hear three well-vetted witnesses talk about UAPs invading our military airspace, the now-famous tic-tac object using a form of propulsion unknown to our scientists, alien craft retrieval, and hidden government programs. You may think this sounds like conspiracy theories, but Congress is interested enough to want the government to disclose what it knows. Doesn't the public have a right to know? This discussion is far from new. In the 1930s, people began reporting unusual objects in the sky. And with the advent of advanced technologies like iPhones and radar, reports of UAPs have become far more credible. And then there are the whistleblowers, lots of them, especially retired military officers, perhaps old men who don't want to go to their graves without telling what they know. You can hear their testimonies on the National Press Club in 2001 and 2023. And there's David Grush's interview with Ross Colhart and his testimony before Congress, where he talks about the retrieval of UAPs and non-human biologics. Grush says he's given specific additional evidence to Congress and has requested a skiff as a safe place to release this information. But the military and some parts of the government are trying to prevent this, saying that UAPs are a threat to national security. But if any of the whistleblowers are telling the truth, it becomes obvious that our military doesn't possess weapons that would be capable of successfully challenging these alien technologies anyway. So what is a better approach? Perhaps we need to take our time getting used to the idea that we are not alone in the universe, that as more and more disclosure happens, we eventually will have an opportunity to get to know our neighbors and become members of a greater galactic community. My dog Lulu knows all about this. For the first two years of her life, she lived with a breeder and six other dogs. They led a happy life in a big house with two acres of fenced-in grass and trees where they could roam all day long. In those two years, Lulu had never walked on a sidewalk, seen children, bicycles, or baby carriages, or been on a leash. When she became my dog, her world opened up overnight. A lot of change for a small dog. We'll call it doggy disclosure. Lulu and I took it slowly. When I put a leash on her for the first time, she thought I was trying to kill her. On our walks in public, she growled or ran away from anything unfamiliar, which was everything. One day, we saw a woman with a walker. Lulu stopped 
and growled. The woman said, your dog doesn't like me. No, I replied, she's afraid of your walker. And we both had a good laugh. When it comes to getting to know our galactic neighbors, we might not have to face sudden changes like Lulu did. Instead, disclosure is happening gradually all around us. So let's get curious. What would it be like to be part of a galactic community? Just ask Lulu how she feels about her expanded universe. Right now, she's sleeping beside me, happily exhausted from a long walk where she met lots of new people, new dogs, and even a few bicycles. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.